It is showtime. Ready to go? One star reviews. One star reviews. We're reading one star reviews. How'd the new theme song? That was a Die Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> check, check, check. Oh. Check, check. Check. Checka, checka. Checka, checka. All right. Are you ready, Doug? Two, one, and welcome to Toss Wasage. The One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff. I'm Kip. And I'm Doug. Pretty and sure. Of course, this is the podcast where we review your shitty reviews of yeah. you know, stuff. Yeah, thanks people out there for taking the time that you have so much of to write your shitty reviews about your one star lives. They really make this whole thing possible, don't they? Yes. Them and, and uh, you know, of course, the One Star Army. The One Star Army, sh- uh, shout out to everybody yeah. out there, big time. Uh, want to, of course, welcome all of our new listeners this week. Uh, hopefully, listener. At least one. Oh, it's, it actually is only one listener. Pete Wilberson <laughs> of Bend, Oregon. Yeah, he loves it. He, yeah, he promised he was going to be listening. So I hope, hope you're listening out there, Pete. Really counting on you today. Pete, what's up? It's like this show has a whole bunch of writers across the nation. Mm -hmm. Right. We have a huge writing staff of like millions. They must really love it when one of their things that they write makes it onto the show. Super talented, uh, extremely angry group. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The world has done them wrong, these people. Doug, should we introduce our special guest? Yeah, let's do it. He's got a brand new show on Netflix. Uh, it's called The Umbrella Academy. Please welcome Doug Perkins. Yeah, hey, thanks. Great to be here. And I, sh- I don't want to give the impression that I had anything to do with The Umbrella Academy. I'm just, I'm going to watch it. Oh, you're going to watch it? Yeah, Are you see- watching it yet? Season two just came out. And I never even saw season one, but, you know, I'm out of stuff to watch you're gonna start on season two no i'm gonna i'm gonna watch season one and season two. Oh, that's admirable i mean that's pretty impressive there's a lot going on in that show have you seen it for you to tackle a show like that it looks like it's an exact ripoff of the x-men people love schools where special people go <laughs> they do how you like, do it sounds like okay this is a very special episode doug yeah. Very special. Well, probably our most special episode we've done so far. It's uh, episode 112. 112. A very special number to both of us. Well, you know what they say. Um, you know, most podcasts, they only last for 111 episodes. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Yep. But not us. Nope. We're going to do this until um, the end of time, 2023. <laughs> That's right. I wanted to um, start out by talking about something pretty important. You know, if you're not aware of you know what's been going on in the world, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's the you know our first 100 episodes. Oh right, um, you, right. They've, they've been a little elusive. You know, people are unable to listen to them. Is that still the case, Doug? 
Yeah, they're a little bit, uh, it's like one of those, I think they were called water weenies that uh, you couldn't just hold in your hand very easily when it got wet. Is that what yeah. they're called? That's, and, I, that's a good description of our podcast in general. Yeah, it's a bit like the water weenies. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's been difficult to track them down and had a chance to get them back uh, recently and I went to meet a gentleman um, yeah. We were, we were going to do a, a suitcase briefcase exchange. Oh. Yeah. You know, uh, where we, mysterious. we each sat at the same bench and we had identical sure. briefcases there. Mm-hmm. And then one person just gets up and takes the uh, briefcase that they yeah. did not bring with them, you know. So we got them? Um, well, I somehow ended up with zero of the briefcases. <laughs> what? What? And I'm sorry so- about that. I know. It was your briefcase. So wait, but what was in what was in the suitcase that you were exchanging? Oh, um, a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I should have known when uh, the guy next to me got up and was walking away with both briefcases. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. But well, here's you know you can't win them all. Here's the good thing, though. I have another meeting scheduled with him. Yeah. Where I'm going to take two briefcases. Okay. And get those two briefcases back. Wait, yeah. Well, but I only need one of those briefcases. Yeah, but you might as well get them both just in case. I mean, at least you've got a solid plan going in this time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to take two briefcases full of cash and then yeah. I'll get the one briefcase full of cash and the episodes back. Yeah. They're for it, sure going to, yeah. they even remove the cash from that original briefcase. It evens out. You got, do you want to talk about some reviews? Oh yeah. Uh, let's do it. I love reviews. Oh, you wouldn't be here if you didn't, Doug. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm going know. to Yosemite in a couple of weeks. Yosemite national okay. park. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. place. You see it on the, on the television a lot on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where that, that's the one with the, it's, it's where that kid free soloed, you uh, know? Yes. Yes. I think. Yes. Yes. That's El uh, Capitan. That, that and, uh, are you thinking about doing some, are you going to do free solo the rock face? Yeah. I'm going to solo a couple of rock faces while I'm there. I'm sure. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I've never okay. rock climbed before, but it seems pretty easy. One time I remember when I was 12 years old, I was, uh, climbing like a, I don't know, probably a little 10 foot, uh, cliff off, off the side of a beach. Mm -hmm. And I fell from about six feet and, uh, my life flashed before my eyes. (laughs) I thought I was going to die as I fell into the soft sand of the beach. Well, you've got experience. And I, yeah, I think I screamed maybe (laughs) anyway, here's some uh, one star reviews from Yelp, you know? Okay. After you go to a I national of, park, it's it's um, always important to go to Yelp and <laughs> write down <laughs> sure. how you felt. Sure. Yeah. And here's what Joe from Vallejo had to say. He said, mm-hmm. "The absolute worst experience and customer service I have ever experienced." Waited customer over customer service. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I I know. I've never really considered myself a customer. <laughs> When I go to national parks. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, go on. 
waited over an hour on hold when it was estimated a mere 37 minute wait only to be transferred to a survey as if the call had been completed after 70 minutes of holding which then they promptly ended the call <laughs> so I just about a phone call <laughs> yeah I called again and now I'm on hold for an estimated 55 minutes oh it's a real time <laughs> real time happening now Based on the last estimate being off by over 30 minutes, I guess this call will be two hours. <laughs> Although Yosemite is a beautiful place, I have had better customer service at many other national parks around the United <laughs> States. Not that I expect any improvement in the service delivered to be improved. I feel compelled to warn other park goers that the service at Yosemite is not up to par with other national parks. So my, I, he, I think he's probably calling from a free soloing of <laughs> El Capitan. <laughs> no, don't put me on hold. I'm trying to reach someone so I know where to put my foot next. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> customer service uh, at a national park. That's really weird. Does it weird. say why he was calling? No, it doesn't say or why. Or who he was calling? <laughs> yeah. Or what's, the, what's happening here? There's no reason. Yeah, I've, I have no idea about? what's happening. <laughs> very, very strange. Um, yeah, I've had better customer service. <laughs> Excuse me, Ranger. Uh, could you get me a tree right away, please? Um, I, this one is from Omar. He's from Arroyo Grande. Mm -hmm. And Omar says, one star. Yosemite National Park is not my favorite place to go to because of the fact that there is way too much snow and with a lot of snow, you can easily, that's all in caps, get your important things lost like your wallet, your cell phone, <laughs> your car keys, your money, your credit card, your earbuds, your charger, your camera, your SD card with memories, your jewelry like a ring, a necklace, a chain, and a watch, and many other things to the point where you will wait till the summer, and the worst part about it is that you need a metal detector for that shit. So <laughs> I would not recommend going to Yosemite National Park at all, because if you need to call someone to know where they are, you actually don't get good service, and the hotels are okay, but there is no good service in the hotel. And if you're going to be driving your vehicle in this area, you will need some wheel chains unless the car is a four-wheel drive and has traction control <laughs> because the road will be slippery during the winter and there are no rails for the uphill road so if you don't enable the four-wheel drive system or don't have the tire chains there is a good chance that you will fall off the road and get injured or worse killed and that means that you if people are in the car with you there is a good possibility <laughs> that they will face what you're facing and trust me it will be scary for everyone so do not <laughs> Go to that place, but if you want to go to go to this place, be my guest. It's all one sentence. There's not a period in the entire paragraph. Uh, there's a couple takeaways in there. You know, there's like the he mentions that you should probably you might have to have chains, right? Yeah. But, or that, and that maybe the hotels aren't the best. You know, there's some important information. But the first thing he led with was very strange. About <laughs> the losing things in the snow. <laughs> I know. And then, but it's one of the reasons why I moved to Los Angeles was because 
when I lived in Washington, I was losing nearly everything in the snow. Yeah, I mean, all your necklaces and yeah. your earrings. Everything that I worked so hard for would just get lost every winter in the snow. As, yeah, I don't, I don't quite understand <laughs> how that has anything to do with Yosemite either. No, this is a real like stream of consciousness dropping random things in the snow and unless he dropped like one bag full of like all of his important stuff in the white a white backpack or something (laughs) in the snow yeah don't buy the uh, white SD card if you're gonna take (laughs) it up to Yosemite well does does, does, uh, Yosemite have a response to that (laughs) no there was no response (laughs) And the last one I'll read is from Mark M. of Clovis, California. And he says, this is the biggest scam of a national park I've ever witnessed. Okay. You have to pay $35 just to get in. And then it's an hour of driving before you get to anything worthwhile. The views Hmm. on the drive up are the same as in the park. My family and I will not be returning to this disgrace of a national park (laughs) anytime soon. Very disappointed. Um, and 10 people found this funny, zero people found it useful and one person found it cool. (laughs) A cool one. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to going to Yosemite, um, during the summer where I won't lose anything. Uh, but I'm not looking forward to our vehicle careening off the side of the road and killing everyone inside. That that's just that's just bad customer service. <laughs> Your vehicle careens <laughs> off the side of a cliff. Oh, <laughs> damn you, Yosemite! All right, Kip. It's me. Are there, is there a review you would like to read? Yeah, you know, I, this is. Uh, do you know who Emeril Lagasse is? Bam! He's the yeah, Bam he's guy. A, yeah, he's a famous chef. He's kind of like a half chef, half cartoon character. Yeah. He seems, he seems like a nice guy. Has anyone come out and accused him of being a, a creep? I don't know about that. The, they accused the other guy with the ponytail. Oh, right. Well, yeah. Had to see that coming. What's that guy's name? Mario Batali. Yeah, Mario Batali. Yeah. Uh, this, so I, I woke up this morning, and I don't know what it, why, but uh, turned the TV on, and it was just an Emerald infomercial. You know, the ones that they try to make it look like it's a TV show, but it's not. Oh, yeah. Yep, it's like a, a group of like wild fans screaming about the stuff coming out of the toaster oven. <laughs> yeah, so, was it a family? Was it like Woo! was it one family that was sitting in a kitchen with him? Or no, what, it was, it was like it was okay. a co-host lady. So there's yeah. a co-host lady and him, and he was you know pretending to cook the things. Like he'd chop the thing up, and then he'd just take it right out of the prepared one out of his yeah. uh, air fryer. And this thing's supposed to be an air fryer, but it's also a toaster and an oven and a food dehydrator and a microwave all right right it makes everything so it's a food do you have used an air fryer before doug well no no i have not leave it to americans to figure out a way to fry air (laughs) Uh, okay so anyway a lot of people have ordered this thing it was not four hundred dollars nor was it three hundred dollars okay it was five <laughs> installments of forty nine ninety nine. So two hundred fifty dollars. Would you get anything else with it? Yeah, they threw in a lot of bonus <laughs> items. Uh huh. With this, and all the of water them were fryer. The racks. No, they were all the racks that go inside. 
<laughs> it was. I'm serious. It was just like, and you get the main rack, and you get the and thing the cooking it, rack. It should come and with. the air frying rack. <laughs> yeah, and the thing that plugs from the the unit into the electricity in your house. <laughs> it really was. And he did. He did do a band, and the crowd went crazy when he did the band. They were waiting for it, <laughs> like holding it back for a while. Uh-huh. And then he made this like kind of like a lava cake thing, a dessert. Yeah, a uh, molten lava cake. Yeah, yeah, and it had a little bit of like ice cream on the top, and then you know the chocolate came out. But then he took that like uh, the powdered sugar shaker thing, mm-hmm. and he put it over there and hit it, and then he goes, bam, bam, bam! <laughs> like some really fast bams, and the people went nuts. <laughs> they were going to charge the stage. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I was looking. So it looked good. Like all the food that came out of there, obviously looked good. You know, it was a prepped by. Oh yeah, it's emeralds behind the scenes. So. I was going to read a couple of uh, one-star reviews. Where are these from? These are from Amazon. These okay. people ordered it on Amazon. Sure. So Don Shewitt gives it one star mm-hmm. and says, uh, very dissatisfied with this product. Got it Saturday, May 25th, unpacked it, need two quarters under one leg to level it. The whole thing, not at all what I expected. Cannot get any help on how to return it. The link that tells you how to do it does not work. It only goes so far, and then it freezes. Seems like they won't let you return it. Any help would be great on this matter. Very dissatisfied with the quality. Please email me information on how to return. Do not tell us to go to the return link. It does not work. Please send a prompt email reply. Thank you. That was his review. (laughs) Yeah, his review is that he doesn't understand how to return something. And Amazon. it sounds like he thinks this will go directly to someone who could help him. Emerald! <laughs> help yeah. Emerald. What, uh, and is it just the fact that one of the legs was shorter than the others? Maybe he has a shitty table. Could Betty, be. Maybe he wrote a review for that, though, too. Yeah. Who knows? Yep. Um, here's one from Shipco. And the one star is saying, this is garbage. It says, do not buy this product. It does not work like it says it will. Also, be careful when I put this in my car. <laughs> All right. Well, also, use it in your car? Was he trying to use it in his car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start to cook something know. up in his car? Car snacks. No, no. Got to have car snacks. Here's a one star from Rita Palmer that just says, cannot understand instructions is the headline Mm -hmm. and then the sub um, the explanation for the review is blank (laughs) Um, here's one from brenda who says uh very disappointed in product she said gives it one star she says return process noted on the invoice was not accurate had to call to get a return number kept me on the phone for 45 minutes and then gave me my invoice number as the return number they tried getting me to keep the product and give it as a gift to someone else. <laughs> That's a great customer service thing, thing to tell your people at the call center. Uh, you know what? She's not the only person that said that. Get them to re-gift it. Yeah, somebody else said that. Uh, this one says, uh, I got this as a gift from a friend. And, uh, and then I call. it didn't work. So I called them. They said to give it to someone else. I think it's cursed. <laughs> so they, this person says, buyer beware. This is an Amazon customer who uh, wants to remain nameless. They say the 90-day guarantee is useless because it costs over $80 to return it, and they won't pay a dime of it. So they tell you to sell it yourself for half price or re-gift it to a friend. 
It's really funny, actually. Um, here's one that's I'd from Patricia Graham that says, One star. Did not order product. Not authorized. We'll be looking into this ASAP. What? So they just randomly received it and <laughs> did not like pay it. for it? That would be a good review for me if I didn't pay for it and I just got a free... Yeah. I would leave a good review for that. <laughs> uh, here's one from Daniel. It says, One star. Have had this oven for three months, making toast this morning, and the door window shattered in a million pieces. Very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. Well, yeah. you know, you, I mean, I guess you know what you're getting into when you try to make toast in the morning. Yeah, and Emerald himself engineered the entire thing. Yeah. He knows. Yeah, and I didn't see once on the, I didn't see anything, I didn't see any anything explode when I was watching the infomercial. <laughs> Now, here's this is kind of a long one. This is from Kitchen Barbarian. It's a one star review. Uh, first, I tried the chat option on the manufacturer's sales site for the product. I asked for the internal dimensions and max temps for both the standard and XL ovens. Instead of telling me he doesn't know, the chat guy parroted back the external dimensions for both and then claimed both ovens have a max temp setting of 450. While it is certainly possible that every single person and their own manuals are incorrect in stating that the smaller oven only reaches 400 Fahrenheit. I have little faith in that idea. Furthermore, the chat guy went on to state after I reiterated my desire to know the internal dimension that he did not have that information. So I went to the phone. The first operator accidentally hung up on me. Sure, buddy. And then I hung up on the second operator because he absolutely <laughs> and adamantly refused to give me the information that I requested. I called back a third time and started out by asking this operator whether or not he'd give me the information I needed or if he was going to try to force me to provide personal information. He wisely decided not to press me for the personal details and admitted that they don't know what the interior dimensions are at the call center any more than the fellas at the chat center. <laughs> if the manufacturer doesn't know the internal dimensions of the ovens they make, I really doubt they can be trusted to live up to the warranties or anything else. Does it? So he he thinks uh, there's some conspiracy going on. It sounds like a yeah. little bit, uh, and that the chat center and the call center are two separate places on opposite coasts of the nation, <laughs> right? Right, and that they're not in the exact same room. <laughs> and that there's he thinks there's thousands of people working at this infomercial call line <laughs> you're right it's just the one guy answering the phone yeah <laughs> one pissed off guy it's probably emerald <laughs> sure it's emerald and then whenever he hung up on me he said bam <laughs> uh here's and then here there's a couple people you know people ask questions about it mm-hmm. you know about the air fryer here and there were like a thousand questions about this and 900 of them were what are the dimensions which is like <laughs> stated right up the very top yeah uh so here's here's just a couple of the questions and answers uh from this one so this person says um how do i order the power air fryer 360 deluxe and this is their <laughs> this is on amazon, amazon. yeah <laughs> And somebody, and then somebody nicely said, "I simply found it listed at Amazon.com and ordered it." <laughs> that was nice of them. Uh, here's one that says, uh, "Where can I find a ten-pound chicken?" 
<laughs> and then somebody answered it. Julie answered and said, in the frozen section near the turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> that is very nice. Uh, who's Where can I find that? a ten pound chicken? <laughs> who doesn't who doesn't know these things? <laughs> or that this is the right place to ask this stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, here's one that just question. Uh, can this be used in Asia? <laughs> and then Robert stepped I up. Cool. He said, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Robert. Um, here's one more question. This is from Donna in uh, North Carolina. And she says, can I link my printer to Alexa? Mm, yeah, yeah. And I then uh, the answer from Iris, she says, I think you can. <laughs> <laughs> What happens if you put a tortilla in a printer? <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's a better question. Get on there, Doug. Let's get on. Can I use my printer to print out tortillas? <laughs> no. <laughs> or, yeah, that's a fair question. <laughs> like, does it make tortillas, this printer? But also, can I print onto tortillas? You know, and then uh, and then put like and I'm talking flour, not corn. I'm not an idiot. All right, Kip, are you ready for a couple more reviews before the break? I am. I am. Hit me. This is very exciting. I have two reviews here, maybe three, for the CBS show Bowl. Ooh, Bowl. We've talked about this before. This is the yeah. This is a courtroom show, right? I have no idea. And this is based on a. Uh, it's a prequel Pre- to Night Court. Oh, fair enough. Right? Yeah, sure. About Bull Shannon, the Richard <laughs> Malls character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Night Court, Bull. Mm-hmm. And the his, bailiff. This his, is him and his young, what he was up to in his younger years, right? But a dr- dramatic. Yeah. It, it's an origin story of a bailiff. <laughs> and the, the gritty yeah. streets that he was bailiffing on before. <laughs> what It's a guy that, like, manipulates juries or something is that kind of what it is i have no idea but uh well maybe we'll find out here's here's the first review and it's from cbs is this cbs procedural yeah it's one of the cbs Uh, type shows where like the main the main character is a genius who knows everything yeah all right so the headline is bullshit and it says absolutely awful show and it also makes no sense whatsoever. The first episode was all over the place, and it even ended weirdly. It didn't make the least bit of sense. I like Weatherly. He has always come across as childlike, silly, and loves to prank people. Plus, he has a very good heart as well. The actor? <laughs> yeah, who okay. got in trouble for like uh, abusive behavior on the set of this show. <laughs> That's childish, I suppose. Childlike. But I'm sorry, I just do not think this is the appropriate vehicle for his talent. (laughs) Not to mention, all the supporting characters are as equally dull as Weatherly's character. Uh Oh. Okay, so I want to point out that this person thinks the first episode was all over the place, and it even ended weirdly. It didn't make the the least bit of sense, okay? Because in the next... Uh, re- one-star review, we find out who co-wrote the pilot episode. 
Okay. Okay. And this person, Thrail7, writes, I was intrigued by this show with the ads that appeared during the summer. I've liked Michael Weatherly, but will admit to not being a fan of Dr. Phil, who is both the inspiration for the title character and was a co-writer of the pilot. What? Dr. Phil, don't quit your day job. The show is simply unbelievable. A multi-million dollar high-tech office with dozens of staffers, yet no apparent source of income for any of that. The pilot dialogue to acknowledge Dave Barry's phrase seemed to come from the wooden dialogue generator. All of the characters are relentlessly Is he hip. A Dave Barry, <laughs> yeah. Dave Barry quote. <laughs> he, yeah, this guy's quoting humorist Dave Barry. If I may quote the great Dave Barry, the late humorist who uh, was played by Harry Anderson. Oh, did the show Dave? Oh, yeah. it's got another Night Court connection. Yeah, another Night Court connection. Holy shit, this is getting deep, this is, man. I just wanted to get the point across that fucking Dr. Phil wrote this pilot. And I looked it up. I thought, this could not, this is absolutely not true. This person has no idea what they're talking about. And then I looked up on IMDb, and the pilot was written by Phil McGraw. <laughs> this show's been on for a long time, man, this bowl show. Well, it's been on, yeah, since 2016, so it's probably in season four or five or something. Can you tell me what else Michael Weatherly's been in? He was in, C- what- he was in CSI, the original CSI. I think that's where he became like a CBS uh, regular, oh, you know? A uh, uh, heartthrob? Yeah. Heartthrob so like- to women 70 and up? Like, um, what's his name? The Mentalist. That guy, too. Simon Baker. Okay, go ahead. More about Dr. Phil. Well, I was looking for... uh, His other screenplays? Yeah, his other movies he wrote. Did you know um, that he wrote The Shawshank Redemption? (laughs) I did not know that. (laughs) I didn't know that at all. That's surprising. Yeah, he wrote The Shawshank Redemption. He wrote Look Who's Talking Now. The sequel oh, yeah. to Look Who's Talking? Higher, kind of a hired gun. Yeah. He wrote uh, Boys in the Hood. <laughs> He's quite prolific. Do you think Dr. Phil tried to play the main character? Um, I, think, I think I'd probably be a pretty good young heartthrob lawyer type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with trendy glasses. What it, So is that show about... A, a doctor? He must be a doctor of some sort, right? Like a psychologist who could read into... Bull? Yeah, who could read into what uh, all these jurors will think. Oh, man. I, you know, I guess we could, like, look it up here. No. Up. Here, no. Let's, let's not look up Bull. Bull. Uh, an, an intact, i.e. not castrated, adult male of the species Bose Taurus. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Oh, here it is. Um, Bull. Brilliant, brash, and charming. Dr. Bull. (laughs) Dr. Bull. Dr. Bull. Dr. Bull McGraw. Dr. Bull is the ultimate (laughs) puppet master as he combines psychology, human intuition, and high-tech data to learn what makes jurors, attorneys, witnesses, and the accused tick. Creators, Paul... Atanasio and Phil McGraw. Phil McGraw sounds just dirty. <laughs> hey, 
<laughs> Why don't you come over here and fill McGraw? <laughs> All right, time, it's it's time for everyone's favorite uh, part of the show, Kip. Oh, okay. Should I? Should, do you want to announce it or should I? Uh, I'll announce it. All okay, right, ladies right. and gentlemen, thanks for sticking with us so far. Now it's time for the break. Welcome back to the One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff. Yay. Kip and Doug here with you. Hope you enjoyed that that break. Yeah, what did you guys do over the break? Uh, Go ahead and email us at uh, tosswasage at gmail.com. Doug, how are those those emails coming in pretty strong? I know you've been kind of asking people to email us. Yeah, I check the email uh, every 10 minutes. We're still at zero emails. (laughs) Not one email. Huh? Zero of you have emailed us. Tosswasage at gmail.com. Um, it's, a real, it's a real email address. Yeah. Just send us an electronic mail. Say hey. Please. We will, Say what's up. We will definitely read it on the air. On, <laughs> wait, possible. on the air. Maybe we should uh, invest in uh, get it on the social media. I know. Oh, that reminds me, we also have a website, tospwasage.com. Yeah. <laughs> we got it. We got the w- domain name. We had to buy it off a guy for a hundred grand. <laughs> and what's uh, what what can what can people expect to find on the website? Um, well, so I'm not a webmaster or anything, and I I. I'm building the website myself, and I used a true crime podcast template. Those are the most popular. That's a good idea. To uh, make the website. So just go to tosswasage.com. Some of the pictures are still true crime pictures yeah. on there. Um, you could also click click some links on there. That you can, If you click the Facebook link, it takes you to a link to de- delete your Facebook account. <laughs> and there's also like a chat room in there for all the people to exchange their theories on what they think happened to Scott, Scott and Jeff. Right, right. Yeah. It's a very That's active true. message board. But once again, you know, we don't we don't talk about that. We've been advised not to talk about that. Correct. The lawyer hopefully won't see the website. And uh oh, we should talk about our sponsor, Kip. Yeah, sure. Um this I work we're pretty happy to get this new sponsor. They just got on board with us this week. Um, so it's a small company, but I think they're good doing big things. Oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. they're a uh, company that, and this is pretty cutting edge shit there. Uh, they make uh, pubic hair plugs. Oh, okay. So, you know? so yeah. So they, 
So like a normal hair plug, like Joe Buck or uh, sure. Elon Musk has, yeah, um, they do it for the the pubic region. Yeah, this is and not to be confused with like pubic wigs. Right, yeah. right. Which yeah, Merkins or pubic wigs. Yeah. Which... yeah, no, no, no. This is your real hair. Right. Growing and transplanted from the back of your head uh -huh. to your groin. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Okay. And it's uh, it's a, but it's only it's I, I, they they did it on me. It's uh, it was uh, only like an eight hour process, very painful. Eight hour process. So you have to grow out per back. hair, per hair, and it's about you know a thousand hairs or so. Right. For each um, well, small, that, uh, what they call a patch. That sounds reasonable. And there's probably ten or twelve uh, patches that they have to do if you want full sort of pubic coverage. If you want just that it depends on what kind of bush you're looking for right right yeah <laughs> sure. anyway, i'm super excited about it and i they, they've got a deal going right now if you're interested i can like probably hook you up good to have them on board now would we be able to uh be in the same room together when we have these applied yeah they, they have a sheet that they put up a sheet or oh, you nice. can kind of um you can see what the doctor sees you have that option too How's it? Oh, like he's wearing a camera. So if you want to see how my process is going. Oh, okay, sure. Doing your yes. process, you can you can choose. There's kind of two different channels. It's like a baby monitor. Oh, right. You can look at your own groin, your own bloody groin. Now can uh, or you can look at mine. But the public can also watch that, right? Like oh yeah, it's, that's it's streaming. Course. It's all broadcast. It's yeah. all streamed live on Twitch. Okay. Cool, man. Well, that sounds like a a neat product. Uh, yeah. I, you know, a lot of podcasts, they have uh, sponsors, you know, for erectile dysfunction meds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, this is for men with no problem in that area. Not at all. But they they would like a nicer, fuller bush. Yeah. Yeah, which the ladies like. It's coming back. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. A big comeback. Yeah. No. Every every single woman I talk to mentions it. <laughs> it's in, it's on all the magazine covers when you're at the store. They are talking a lot yeah. about the man bush. Right. Yeah. Ben Affleck's man bush. Yeah. Guys are starting to kind of they're wearing the low cut jeans with a little bit of it puffing out the top. <laughs> sure. You, I even see it in some high cut jeans. Yeah. Yeah. That's if you've got like you know. <laughs> If you're truly gifted or if you, you know, go to get the procedure. Yeah. Tell them that Scott and Jeff sent you. Dr. Bogsley's um, pubic yeah. plugs backslash Scott and Jeff Kip and Doug sent you. Yeah. Go ahead. There's the coupons on the website. Yeah. You'll get uh 4% off if you use that uh, cash. coupon code or, or, or 4% cash back. <laughs> yeah <laughs> whichever one you choose uh-huh uh okay so we talked about our sponsor we talked about our emails what about some uh the review you wanted to talk a little bit about the reviews uh that somebody the uh, reviews are up to 1.6 stars which is oh. a little bit infuriating yeah so we asked people to review the show on um apple Podcasts or spotify wherever they rate their podcasts and yeah. we hoped that everyone would rate the show one star but yeah, someone clear about this but someone rated the show 
five stars, which makes it impossible to get the rating back down to one star. Yeah, I mean, you can't do a zero. We would have to have an astronomical amount of one-star reviews to cancel out that five-star reviews. And so far on Apple Podcasts, we're at 13 ratings with 12 one-star ratings and one five-star rating. Who, who are you, person who did this? Come on. Go delete your rating yeah. and die. And, and, and die. <laughs> <laughs> and then delete yourself from earth but we do have several one star uh reviews that people have been kind enough to leave us i'll read this one from uh long shot joe okay who wrote how the heck do you listen to this one star i wanted to hear this clap trap so i bought a 300 dollars podcast listener off craigslist and guess what it was a freaking humidifier I had to buy a second device just to leave this review. Now I can't afford my Vespa payment this month. Thanks a lot. <sighs> yeah, that's a that's a great one-star review. Yep. He gets it. Yeah. Um, and, be, you know, better luck. Just keep going on Craigslist and buying things. Sooner or later, you'll be able to listen to our show. Yeah, and I mean, that's actually not that bad of a deal for a podcast listener. No. No, bucks. I've seen you know, three hundred bucks, and it humidifies your place. Yeah, I know. It'll I know. dry this time of year. So hope he's leaving a five star review for that product. That does a lot of stuff. It, you should be able to review products that you buy on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> you should. All right, should we get back into it here, Doug? Let's do it. Okay, I think it's uh, time for uh, the the listener favorite. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Listener. And I say listener on purpose, because there's one listener, which we'd like to say hello again, want to Pete Wilberson. A Bend, Oregon. This one's for you. It's it's our latest edition. End edition. Latest rendition? Ed- edition of What Else You Got? All right, Doug, what else you got? All right, Kip, here's what mm-hmm. else I got. Okay. Here's a review for the Stieg Larsson book, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. All right. Good book, good movie. I enjoy the book a lot. I've read all those books, even the ones that the guy wrote after Stieg Larsson, because Stieg Larsson died. Okay. So this is uh, from Goodreads, and Linda Hart gave it one star. Mm Mm-hmm. And she wrote this review. Too, too much. Too slow getting into story. 200 pages of backstory. Way too slow. Too many characters. Too many characters who were tossed aside. Too many dark, disturbing scenes. Too many grotesque, revolting, sadistic sex crimes. Too many didactic political ramblings. Too many lame red herrings. Too many mundane details. Too many useless, boring scenes. Too much violence. Too much porn. Too explicit. Too many email passages, conversations. Too many references to American pop culture. Too many coffee stops. Too many butt plugs. Too many useless, meaningless, boring scenes. Too much foul language. Too much flat, cliche-ridden prose. Too, too many words. I originally gave this two stars, 
but changed rating because there is too much bad aftertaste. They're a little overwritten, that review. Yeah, and it makes me want to read the book. She, she was going to do the two, she was going to rate it two stars so it would get, fit into the theme of her review, right? But of then she two, changed yeah. changed it to one. <laughs> I guess. She blew it. And also, like, it takes, you can never have too many butt plugs. Yeah, too many butt plugs. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, there's usually one or two per chapter. It was like a Where's Waldo, but with butt plugs. Kip. What, yeah. else, what else you got? Oh, shit. What else I got? Here's <laughs> one. This is for, this is a, uh, I won't say which one, but this is a video game um, console. Let's say here's so Steven gives um, this company, this major company, let's say it's possibly Nintendo or Sony. Mm hmm. Uh, one star. And Steven says, would give zero stars if possible. Hmm. They kept us waiting for almost two months in the dark with no updates. I had to call up there just for them to tell me they had no luck fixing our system. Could you please at least let us know you had no luck instead of just holding on to our broken system? Thank you. One star. Oh, so they and sent then, in the system. Yeah, to get they fixed. Sent it in. Now here's here's the response. Yeah, from the company. Sorry, you're disappointed with our service, but you did bring us a console that was infested with cockroaches, and we did everything we could to get it working. However, there was seven separate attempts to contact you. Three of them we spoke with you, and the other four times we got no answer. That's amazing. <laughs> so the cockroaches. Aren't that's not how it operates. Those aren't supposed to be in there. Well, I guess it depends on what system he has. Yeah, I think the PS One was cockroach uh, enabled. Uh, Let's see. Here's here's another one. This is a uh, pizza one. This is a quick pizza one. This is for an unnamed uh, pizza restaurant, right? in, uh, In Ohio. Okay. And David Jones says. Pizza is always good, and they have the best bone-in chicken wings out of all the pizza chains. Other places you go to, they seem slightly undercooked, and I can imagine that it feels like you're gnawing down on someone's foreskin. <laughs> and then the, re- uh, the owner responds and says, How awesome! Thanks for your review! <laughs> he doesn't mention the foreskin, though. Uh, I like my pizzas bone-in. You know, <laughs> like yeah. bone in the crust, like they put cheese in the crust. Yeah. 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 What What else you got? Doug? I got one more, but I'm Pat toss it back to you. What else you got? Oh, well, here's a, here's a quick review for Buffalo Wild Wings from Nassus Inn. And they say, wow, serving celery with cancer at your local Buffalo Wild Wings and didn't give me extra ranch, idiots. What? <laughs> No idea. What? Uh, What's that the, mean? the thing I, I, that I infer I is that them. they just had like really bad looking celery, like with a bunch of, you know, brown spots on it or something. And this person was willing to eat it if they would have received extra ranch. <laughs> what else you got? This one is from um, Next Door. Okay. Okay. And this is in that 
section where you're, you know, you you ever go next door and look at the stuff that's for sale or free? No, I no. Next door usually makes me pretty angry, so I don't go on there. Yeah, it should. But you might want to check out the stuff people are giving for free in your neighborhood. Okay. Sure. Benjamin C is giving away. Here's how he titles it: small handful of peanuts. Okay. For free. For free. Yeah. Says, These are peanuts that I have picked out of my bird seed because the birds in my neighborhood do not like the peanuts, and the bird seed without the peanuts is too expensive. So I buy the bird seed with the peanuts and pick out the peanuts. Serious inquiries only. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's got a picture of the peanuts. You got to go get the. You got to get those peanuts. Go at least meet this guy. Hey, are the hey? uh, Excuse me, are the peanuts still available? You still got those? uh, Here, let me write that. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write to this guy right now and ask him if the peanuts are still available. Make sure it's a serious inquiry, though. You don't want to piss off the guy who's offering a handful of peanuts on next door. (laughs) Bit of a wild card. What else you got? Okay, so I got some uh, a few reviews of the show Bosch from Amazon. Ooh, Bosch. Bull and Bosch today? Yeah, and Cynthia wow. wrote a one-star review titled Filthy Language. And she says, I read several of the books, and there was very little filthy language in them. It seems every other sentence spoken in the shows has the awful F word and other swearing. I watched a couple episodes and had to stop watching. The story was good. The language offensive. I'm so sick of this. Don't tell me everyone talks like that or that it's only portraying reality. No one that I know uses filthy language. No one. Please, Amazon, stop making shows that are so base and offensive. Bosch would be great without all the swearing. (laughs) Yeah, take that, Bosch. (laughs) <laughs> this person this person has a rich life with no swearing which is hey there's whole groups of people that don't swear you know i have a lot of family in provo utah so i yep. know i go there i turn the swears off and i would say to this lady i would say maybe this isn't the show for you yeah maybe this is the show for my dad and your dad Doug. yeah and maybe you know Go watch Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> All right. And uh, <laughs> someone else, P.W. Meek, wrote, No Region 1 DVDs available. Why not? I won't stream movies as I think this is a criminal waste of limited bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this person is just... Does not like the fact that time marches on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good one. I got this is a text message I got. Okay, yeah, let's hear it. It says, uh, Kip, <laughs> they know my name somehow, don't recognize the number, but it says, Kip, we ensure you that you'll lose over 70 pounds in two weeks. Get yours right now before they run out. Oh, you got to do that. 70 pounds. You fat. In two weeks. <laughs> Why do you possibly do that? There's no way that's healthy. I'm, I'm t- tempted, though, to click on this link, but I know I shouldn't. 
How many? What's the most uh, amount of pounds you've lost in two weeks before? Over or under seventy? <laughs> uh, probably a slightly under, maybe like yeah, three, kinda, three pounds yeah, in kinda, two weeks. I'm kind of up and down, you know. I'm like uh, one day I'm, uh, you know, a hundred pounds. Next day I'm one seventy, and then a couple weeks later I could be, you know, two fifty pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I just kind of fluctuate like that. But no, I remember yeah. once I saw you, and you had uh, you were like huge, and yeah. then two weeks later, six pack, had a six yeah. pack. Yep. Yeah, just gotta you just gotta click on suspicious links mm-hmm. to get sent to you from that's a number you don't recognize. <laughs> uh, well, I think is that it for us today. I don't. I don't really have anything else. Okay, well, I think I think we've done it. We did it again, folks. Completed a completed success. Another success story. Uh Make sure to give us a one-star review and uh, email us at tosswassage at gmail.com. If you're the first person to email us, we will send you an email back. <laughs> there's also, I should say, Doug, there's a cafe press. You can order merch, Tosposage merch. Okay. On uh, Cafe Press, there's a link on the uh, website. Sweet. Merchandise. I think we talked about this before. The men's uh, extra, extra large men's thong underwear. Yes. Sold out. Oh, sold out. Yes, sold out. We'll try and get more of those in stock. They fly off the shelves. (laughs) They do. Yeah. Why even have Uh, shelves? Special thanks to our sponsor today, Pubic Plugs. Uh, yeah, Dr. Bogsley's uh, Pubic Plugs. Yeah. Give them a call, tell them Scott and Jeff, Kip and Doug sent you, and receive 4% off. Yeah, I'm getting the procedure right now. I was getting the procedure done. I get to do kind of like a tune-up you know, every few weeks. Yeah. And this time I was doing it during the podcast. Gotta keep, gotta keep looking fresh. Keep that relationship yep. fresh. Fresh. Uh, I said fresh a bunch. Who else can we thank? The One Star Army? Yeah. Hey, we'd like to thank uh, the single Pete. member of the One Star Army. <laughs> Pete. Pete. Shoot us an email, Pete. Yeah, Pete. We're talking directly to you, begging you to email us. Uh, and uh, also, you know, watch the Umbrella Academy. Let me know how it is. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, we'll see. We'll see you next week, Kip. Uh, All right. Let me know if you need a ride home after your pubic surgery. You got it. They say that you're not supposed to drive, but you know, you know, I got that new convertible. Got to let that pubic hair fly, flow. You know, in the in the breeze. Yeah, because you're not supposed to wear pants for the first two years after the surgery. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Bye, everybody. Yeah.